0: The Holy Gospel according to John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He is he who is hired hand and not a shepherd who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and he scatters them. He flees because he is hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And I lay... And I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my father. Here ends the gospel. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Once again, thank you for having me here with you again today to share and to proclaim the word of God to you. If you've uh, ever had the privilege of being one of our lectors, Frank, thank you for reading today. Um, you've probably become familiar with these books that we have. Dwayne, I think you were, got involved in getting these books. and it, It's always been interesting to me that the theologians the, uh, methodically can lay out the church calendar you know this is year B and it goes from the season of Advent through the church year and we have two other ones and the scripture readings are prescribed out for the year I definitely like I said I find that interesting Or maybe to say it better, it amazes me how these specific readings prescribed by these theologians have a tendency to find my ear to hit me when I need them the most. Interesting. Wow, how many times have I said those specific words in the last year and a half Interesting, uncertain, trying, unfamiliar. And the journey of life is certainly has these odd times. Uncharted times that we are, well, we're anxious about. We don't have a map. We don't have past experiences quite like the journey that we're on right now. Of course, I'm speaking of these times, this era, this season that we're in right now facing a virus and societal fear. But I also think of this journey that this church, this small congregation is on uncharted territory, definitely for most of us. Yes, life is a journey, a journey that takes us from infancy to adulthood. It's a journey full of peaks and valleys, twists and turns, ups and downs. And sometimes the path can be smooth traveling. We are comfortable. We can anticipate and expect what is ahead, and we're confident. But at other times, like now perhaps, It's hard going. We are anxious. We worry. We fear the unknown. On occasion, we can see the path and we like what we see, only for things to take an unexpected downward turn, a bump in the road, trying times, or maybe even a tragedy. Other times, the rocky path smooths out in ways that we would have never expected. Obstacles are knocked down and we can't explain how the burden has been lifted. So much in life is uncertain. We don't know in which direction the path will take us or what even lies ahead. Now, King David, the psalmist, he knew well the journey of life with its joys and its hazards And he saw a similarity between our life, his life, and the life of the sheep, the flock. We are both in need of a shepherd to be our guide and our guard to protect us, feed us, and to comfort us. And in the oh so popular Psalm 23 that we just heard, we hear David's confession of faith. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. As a shepherd himself, David led the sheep from the front of the flock by speaking to them, maybe even singing a song. They listened to his familiar voice, following him as they grazed. They sheep, they knew their shepherd's voice and they would not follow another. David led the flock to green pastures and he found calm waters for them to drink from. He cared for their every need, he protected them from danger, the attack from predators, he guarded them and he cared for them, feeding them and treating their wounds. As sheep in God's flock, we also face many dangers. The biggest danger perhaps is perhaps is that we Stop listening or we don't hear the voice of the good shepherd. Christ is our good shepherd and he leads us on a journey of faith by speaking to us. Faith comes from hearing and he is always speaking the spirit filled word, rebuking us to bring us back on track, forgiving and restoring us. His words, well, they're not always spectacular or what we might want to hear. But they are always good for us. He gives us what we need. We may be tempted to want new words, to hear a new voice with fresh ideas. We want to satisfy the desires of our sinful nature. But Jesus says those who speak words other than his words are thieves and robbers and will only lead us astray. And unfortunately, the thieves and the robbers, well, they have a way of finding their way in amongst the good shepherd's flock. They are deceivers. One-on-one, they whisper doubts and deception into the ears of the sheep. Oh, how tempting. How tempting it sounds much better than this uncertainty of what lies ahead for us. They make bold promises that are not grounded in the truth, in Christ, and in his cross. Their promises, they may be popular and guarantee success and happiness. But is that really what the sheep need? What the flock needs? And despite their best intentions, this can only Place the sheep in danger. Beware of wolves in sheep's clothing, who do not teach that all of our needs are met in the Lamb of God, the one who has shed his blood for the sins of the world. As Luke tells us, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given by which we must be saved. Jesus knows the path to righteousness. He is the good shepherd. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the light. And he leads us into a deeper understanding of God's grace to sustain and nurture our faith and to mature us in that faith. We trust in him because he has called us. He has adopted us, anointed us into the flock, and he has given us life and our life to protect us and to save us. The good shepherd, he feeds and he nourishes us with a pasture of his word. It may not be the lavish, bright green grass that we hope for, that we anticipate, but it does give us life. He gives us all that we need. We have no want of body or soul. In times of drought, when our spiritual walk feels dry and God seems so distant, the good shepherd is still with us, providing us with what we need. He still speaks to forgive our sins and to grant us peace. I ask you, What landscape, what path, what season are you traveling through right now? Are you comfortable? Are you in a good place with few cares, worries, nor no anxiety? Are you battling dark times, a drought? Is there a bump in the road? Are you struggling in your faith walk? Was last week, last month, the last year more challenging than what you had expected? Are you searching for something that life is not giving you right now? Do you struggle to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd above the noise of this world? Are you listening? Do you need a quiet place to rest? Whatever you are going through, the good shepherd, he knows and he cares. He has laid down his life for you to earn forgiveness for you. He has called you. He has adopted and anointed you. He has made you of his flock and you live under his loving care. The Good Shepherd is speaking his life-giving word to you. And I'll tell you, the best place to hear the voice of your Good Shepherd, well, it's right here. Among the sheep of the flock. In the divine service, being fed the loving word. This, our our Lutheran worship, is a rich variety of God's provisions. A place to hear the Good Shepherd's voice. It's sung liturgy, spoken responses, hymns, scripture readings, preaching, prayers, and blessings. Jesus gives us his gifts in so many ways. His word and his sacraments, they're in every part of our worship service. But not every part of the divine service will speak to you every week. One week, God's love for you might ring loudest in a song. Another week, you hear the voice of Christ speak directly to your heart in a familiar scripture reading. For me today, Psalm 23, how beautiful. For many, it's in the hymns of the liturgy, the Kyrie, the Sanctus, the Lamb of God, the Song of Simeon, through which the voice of the good shepherd is heard. The good shepherd is always speaking. But you know what? We're not always listening. Faith, what we need, comes from hearing. The world is full of voices calling us to go this way and that way. Our sinful flesh does not want to come and hear Christ's words. It does not want to follow the good shepherd. We want to walk on our own path, to choose our own journey, to do it our way or decide our own future. But when we realize That we have been listening to other voices. The Good Shepherd, he calls us back to walk the path of repentance for our sins, where he is waiting to abundantly forgive us. David, David knew how to repent, and he needed to repent. David was not without sin. He let God's law stand without any excuse. He allowed God's law to curb and to guide him. He also trusted in God's love for sinners and his willingness to forgive those who come to him with a broken heart and confess their sins. David believed in the good shepherds earthly and eternal blessings and he ran to take hold of them. Dear saints, I want to point something out that King David did in the Psalms and specifically Psalm number 23, the text that we just read. The next time that you read the text or even right now, open up your green hymnals, turn to Psalm 23 and pay attention to this. It's important. I always like to say that. I had an instructor that always told me, When I say pay attention to this, it's important. It meant it was going to be on the test. (laughs) Pay attention to this. It's important. Notice how the scripture begins and how David refers to God. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down. Notice he's talking in the third person. He's talking about a distant God. A God off on the way. But what happens partway through the text, David turns from the third person and he addresses and he speaks directly to the Lord. Right after the dark times, the valley of the shadow of death, the text reads, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, you prepare a table for me. In dark times, David turned his face to the Lord. He cried out and he prayed and he listened. With confidence, David can say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Even when the shadow of death comes, interesting, uncertain, dark times, David trusts in God to rescue him. David trusts that God's love will not abandon him in life nor in death. The good shepherd guides, protects, and blesses us. He comforts us, he feeds our needs, and he saves us. Too often we think that a difficult path is a sign that God has abandoned us. Yet I'm here to tell you that the opposite is true. God is nearest when we need him the most. He takes those troubles and he shows us the ways that we have trusted in things other than him. God doesn't cause or make bad things happen. But he does use those trials for good in ways of growing our faith. So we can listen more intently to the voice of the good shepherd and hold on to his promises. As our trust increases. We can face troubles with greater confidence in Christ. The one who rescues us and blesses us. Even death itself can't make us afraid. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? For Christ has stripped it of its power. He has put enmity between us and the evil foe through his death, and through his resurrection. And so on the last day, the good shepherd will return and he will call his flock from the grave and he will give us a new life. In heaven, there will be no more winding tracks, rocky paths, robbers, nor thieves. You will have arrived at your destination. You will enjoy eternal rest, Christ will host a feast more lavish with greener grass than anyone can even imagine. And there will be a place at the table for you. No longer will you run to the Good Shepherd for protection from the enemies of this world, for they will have all passed away. We should not think that God's heavenly blessings are only for this life to come. For God's goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our life. Even when we face the greatest struggles of faith, the good shepherd is there leading you to green pastures and still waters. The heavenly blessings of God are present reality. God, he pursues you with his goodness and his mercy all the days of your life. Are you listening? Friends in Christ, life is a journey that's too risky to travel on your own. Follow the good shepherd wherever he leads you. Listen for his voice. Cherish his word. Stay close to the flock. The 99, be by his side for he is with you and he will not abandon you. He is the only sure guide that you have for this world and the only one who has prepared a place for you in eternity. Trust in that. Believe in that. Have peace in that grace and that mercy. And may that peace, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.